everyone, welcome to Bible Bedtime. I'm so glad that you're here. Tonight I'm going to read from the New International Version of the Old Testament. And I'll be reading Genesis 12. As is our habit, we will take a few minutes to calm ourselves down, set aside the things of the day. Your work is done. There's nothing left for you to do but reflect on the blessings of God and ease yourself into a cozy and restful and rejuvenating sleep. It's my honor pleasure, privilege, and blessing to be here to guide you and lull you into that peaceful sleep. After I read the chapter from the Bible, I will read from the 23rd Psalm and finish with the Lord's Prayer. If you're still awake after that, that's okay. Just reflect on the parts of the chapter that maybe held some special meaning for you. Or visualize some of the story that was told. Genesis is one of the greatest books We know the Bible is the greatest book, but within that, Genesis is so full of stories that are reflected in our culture and our art and just our daily lives. like to invite you to maybe take three deep breaths with me to help settle yourself. As you take the first breath, maybe you could think about relaxing your legs. And on the second breath, maybe focus on relaxing your torso stomach muscles and your back. Just let them relax. And then on the third breath, just relax your shoulders, your neck, your head. Allow yourself to be heavy. Now let's take those breaths. Here's one. And three. A reading from God's Word. 
from Genesis chapter 12. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moray at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued toward the Negev. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while, because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake, and Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, men servants and maid servants, and camels. 
But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. Twenty-third Psalm, the Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
God's prayer is found in Matthew 6. Now, many of us who worship add a little to the end of this prayer, which isn't actually in the Bible. brings peace and brings us closer to God. And so I will say that part at the end of the prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory 